or maybe a smaller tool like a pressure washer, jackhammer, or compactor. McNeely's Store and Rental has got you covered. Clemson alumni owned, renting equipment and selling materials for more than 30 years. We also sell septic materials, ADS drainage products, concrete boxes, real stone veneers, and more. With two upstate South Carolina locations in Clemson and West Union, McNeelyStoreandRental.com or call Matt for a quote today, 828-553-4338. What's under your home can get into your home. A sealed crawl space keeps out moisture, mold, and pests. Canty Foundation Specialist is your local trusted expert in crawl space sealing. Call us today for your free estimate. Canty can fix it. Call the local experts for a free estimate. Call Canty Foundation Specialist at 864-403-5263 and ask about transferable warranties and available financing. That's 864-403-5263 or online at cantycanfixit.com. Let's hear from another happy Ph.D. client, Don Munson. Back in May of 2022, I walked through the doors of Ph.D., weighing 168 pounds and looking for help to lose 20 pounds. Now, you say, what's 20 pounds? Well, I have two words for you, visceral fat. I know I had no idea what visceral fat was either, but it's the fat that gathers around your belly and, more importantly, around your heart and other organs. It's not good stuff, but Dr. Ashley Lucas and her staff at Ph.D. gave me the tools to start clearing visceral fat from my body in a way that was organized, healthy for me, and most importantly, easy. All right, so how many pounds did you drop? But in 100 days, I was down over 20 pounds. Yeah, I think most people assume that you're going to lose the weight and go through the motions and then put it right back on. That's not what PhD is about. You drop the weight quickly, and because you've learned how to feel better and you've got the tools to be successful, you keep the weight off in the maintenance phase, which is free as a part of the program. For more information on why they're different, go to myphdweightloss.com. Easy Cater presents We've Got Your Back, Up Singers. Back Up Singers. So I order barbecue for a 20-person client meeting. A client meeting. Easy Cater calls and says, Hi, Sarah, you probably need more food for that many people. Want us to add it for you? Done it for you. I say yes, please. Yes. Turns out they were right. Good thing they asked. Because Joyce's meeting notes can be pretty sassy when she's hungry. Look out. Client meetings. Easy Cater has your back with over 100,000 restaurants. Order 24-7 on easycater.com and no. We got your back. privileged at this hour to be joined as we are every Monday now by Mr. Clemson Baseball himself, the legend, the man, the myth, Bob Mahoney. Bob, it is always, it is great to have you. Well, it's good to be on, Walt, again. Are you, I'm in my car, so can you hear me okay? That's first. Yes, we're fine. We're, we're good. We're good. I appreciate you. Okay. Uh, I appreciate you calling. We, we've got to start uh, meeting under better circumstances, though, Bob. 
<laughs> we really do. Yeah, we got to turn something around here. All right, Bobby. Uh, yeah. let, let me let me just summarize what I thought was the uh, the good, and then you can uh, tell me uh, about the good I missed, and then uh, and then where we go from here. I, I think the good started on Friday with Austin Gordon's performance, a performance that that made you think, well, you know what? Maybe we can uh, steal this series after all. And then I thought Tristan Smith was all right as well. Um, you know, uh, Canarella continues to do uh, Canarella things. He's hitting every game all year, I think. He's was 11-game hit streak. Um, right. So that's the good, Bob. What about the rest of it? I, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I'm still concerned with the starting pitching. I'm also now concerned about the bullpen. I've added bullpen to the starting pitching concern. Well, I think we uh, probably talked about that the last two weeks. That uh, you know, it, it all it all comes down to pitching. I don't think there's any question question about it. Um, offensively, I was a little disappointed in our performance on Sunday for sure because right. we had chances early in the game to put some runs on the board, and we just couldn't come up with big hits and came out with strikeouts, and we couldn't. Even, a lot of guys couldn't even get the bat on the ball, and so that was a little disappointing. And I know it had to be to Eric also, um, not not being able to put pressure on them in their place early in the game. Um, that changes the complexion. I'm not saying that it's going to change the outcome, but it's going to at least change the complexion of the game a little bit earlier. That didn't happen, and unfortunately, the the pitching that we put out there, you know just threw too many good pitches, hitters' pitches. And it, it, that is that concerns me, you know, that the depth of our the depth of our <clears throat> the depth of our, our bullpen certainly, but uh you know, we gotta find starters. We probably found one obviously this weekend on Saturday with Tristan Smith. I think they're gonna rely on him a lot more from now on. He'll be in that I haven't talked to Eric, but my suspicion is that he will be in the weekend rotation. And uh, hopefully we can get Ammons back quick where you can now kind of rely on on Ammons, Gordon, and Smith as being three solid starters for the weekend. Now, how deep they can take you, you know, they we haven't got a lot of depth yet, but uh, they need to, you know, take us deep into the ballgame. And then you've got to find some solid guys. I, I just... Yeah, well, let me ask you. Well, let me ask you an Ammons question. Yeah. Are, are we sure that he'll move back into the starting rotation, or is there any speculation that the injury was a result of him moving from his prior bullpen role to a starter? Well, I didn't get any. I didn't get anything that indicated that in the um, in my. Uh, in kind of being around the team this okay. weekend, and I was I was around them a little bit on Saturday, and then you know up there in Columbia a little bit on Sunday, and I never got the impression that they wanted to take him out of the starting role. Okay, now that may be, uh, it may be different, um, but that that's a great question. I never did really think that. Um, you know, talking to the coaches. I didn't. I didn't get that impression because I'm not sure we got another starter really <laughs> that they trust to put out there any more than Ammons right now. And, and Gordon certainly looked good, and Tristan Smith got a lot of a lot of upside with him. And again, all these young guys, 
just have to grow up with different outings. I mean, this is a big grow-up process for a young pitcher. You know, it's enough to, you know, get your first start of the season somewhere. But to, to get your first start in front of, you know, Carolina, Clemson, Carolina, and that series not at home, you know, that that's another level of maturity for a pitcher. And I think Tristan, that may have been the reason they tried to start him on Tuesday night over there in Greenville, thinking that he may get the start on the weekend. He only threw six pitches on Tuesday night. So, you know, that's not like getting deep, but they saw enough that said, okay, we got, we're going to throw him out there. Um, and I felt really good about him. As far as Sunday goes, I was glad to see that Billy Barlow kind of wanted the ball and right. he wanted to get out there and see what he could do. Uh, that made me feel better that somebody want, wanted to get out there and at least try. And I didn't think he looked that bad. He he obviously is not 100%. Um, he battled out there, obviously made too many mistakes. But, uh, again, he hadn't pitched that much. So, again, I, I hope he can get healthy and we can use him a little bit more. Lindley and, and Talent probably are the two guys that we went to twice over the weekend that were, you know, pretty productive, both of them. Um I felt okay with them. Uh, even um, Garris looked, you know, pretty good. I think he struck out three, at least uh, towards the end of the game. I, you know, the, the guys that came in did okay. Uh, but it's like you say, where's our closer? You know, without Willie Weiss out there, I'm not sure we have a closer right now. I don't know that you have a guy that's going to go out there and throw anywhere between ten and twenty-five, twenty-four, twenty-five pitches to finish a game. Um, that's that's what you worry about. But again, I think I've I've heard Eric, and if it's not said outright, it's certainly said in you know where you have to interpret it a little bit. In that they've got to find guys that can perform and um, are willing to get out there and just be competitive. Just get out there and figure out how to get guys out. And a lot of times you got to figure that out when you're on the mound. I mean, when you have a pitching coach calling every pitch and you're worried about throwing the, you know, the right pitch for a strike, sometimes, you know, sometimes you got to be thinking by on your own. What is, what is, what can I do to get guys out? What's my strength right here? And uh, it, that's, you know, that's a little different nowadays because you do have all your pitches called. But anyway, um, you know, I know, yeah, just we've got a lot to figure out with pitching. There's no question about it. This this staff seemed to have really high expectations about what was going to take place this season, and we're still very early in the season. Did they did they overshoot in terms of those expectations, Bob, based on the quantity of the arms, maybe not the quality? Well, yeah, there's a bunch of arms. I mean, if you look at the if you look at the rosters, like 18 pitchers, and I think. I think what's coming to the forefront right now is other than a couple of the older guys or maybe even the sophomores, they feel good about the freshman arms, but the freshman experience is not there. Right. And that's a problem because you get out there, even Tristan Smith, you get out there with a mentality that you had in high school where, okay, if I get in trouble, I'm just going to blow my fastball by because that's what I could get away with in high school. Uh, that doesn't work here. I mean, that's what those guys sit on. 
And, you know, they're looking for those kind of pitches when you're behind in the count. You can't come back and blow people away. You can't throw 0-2 pitches thinking you're going to strike somebody out with a fastball. Um, and they, they, they're they learning that. And certainly in the fall, they had some experience. But when you turn the lights on and you're playing other people, it's a whole new ball game. And they're learning that. They just got to go through that process. Because I, I still think we got some pretty good young arms. I really do. Um it's just that you know they haven't they haven't matured yet. They're not mature pitchers. They just haven't had enough experience out there to pitch in <laughs> a lot of different situations. All right. So Bob, then the then the million dollar question is: How long is it going to take? Because it won't be that long, and you'll be in conference play. No question. No question about it. Usually, and I, you know, we I've talked with Jack about this before, and it's. You know, you sit down with Jack and he said, man, it, sometimes it took me 20 games into the season to really feel comfortable with my whole lineup where everybody is positioned in the lineup and certainly, you know, the staff coming out of the bullpen. I think, again, we're starting to solidify some guys that can start, but you now it's developing the order that you are going to go to the bullpen, especially in critical situations. You're going to go to somebody different if you're up you know, seven to three, than you are in a five-five game, or you know, even a five-four game with two guys on base. I mean, you, those are all kind of different situations, and coaches have gut feelings about all this stuff uh, because they live around these guys. I'm not around these guys, so I don't know their personality. I don't know which guy it is that all of a sudden this is this is the guy that wants these situations. This is the guy that wants to be on the mound and wants to get better in these kind of situations. And I think that's one thing that, um, and again, I'm rambling a little bit, but, you know, you think about all the work that that um, Eric did in the fall to try to change the mindset. And I think, you know, we talked about adversity on, on a couple of occasions, I think, in the past. And when you, when you get into adversity or you get where things aren't going the way you want it to, unfortunately, we often resort to what, we used to do rather than embrace where we're headed, right. embrace that change and try to make you, you go back to what's comfortable, even though it may not be successful, you're going back to what's comfortable. And I think we see that not only in the staff, but I think you see that a little bit offensively as well. All right. Uh, let's, let's look at this thing as uh, the glass half full uh, adage for a second, because uh, Again, it's one in six, I think, in the last seven, which is not where you want to be. But I actually, I actually think there's a little bit of hope off of this weekend, a little more than you came into the weekend with, because you weren't sure at all about Austin Gordon, and you feel better right. about him than you did off that that first performance, and you feel a little better Absolutely. about Tristan Smith than than yep. than maybe you did as well. And now you get some better news on Ammons in terms of the injury and 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 him coming back, um, and so maybe right, maybe right. there is a little bit of light there in the in the starting pitchers. And I think so too. I I think there is. I, and maybe I, Barlow I think, too. Uh, yeah, that's, I think there's some guys that just need to get healthy. Um, and I don't know, you know, when you have a back problem, that 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 always concerns yeah. me. Not with not with Ammons, but I'm thinking Willie Weiss, who, you know, you you were relying on to come out of the bullpen to finish games. That's experienced. 
you know, the guy that came here with them. Yep. That's Michigan. concerning because now you got to find somebody that closes the game. You got to find somebody that can close it down. But uh, yeah, I still think I, I'm I'm high on some of these younger guys too. I think they've got some good outings left in them. I think they're learning from these kind of performances, and we're not going to hit every day. I mean, we're not going to be a a solid offensive team every game, but and nobody is if you get a solid pitcher out on the mound, but. Uh, I think hitting-wise and certainly defensively, I think you know he's still going to be working with the outfield um, a little bit, trying to find out who's going to be playing left and who's going to be the DH and that kind of thing, which is fine. Again, some younger guys have opportunities. Abrams came through a couple times over the weekend. Uh, certainly uh, he did a good job, good hitter uh, from the DH spot. Um, but... You know, I think we're solid offensively, defensively. I feel really good about where we're headed, and I think we're getting some good experience for the younger guys, especially at bats in key situations. Because like you said, we're several weeks away from being in the ACC, and that everything gets intense every weekend. Every weekend it gets intense. And if you're playing baseball, it's fun. That's where it gets fun, You, you know. Uh, one last question, by the way, if you've missed it or you don't know this voice, I don't know where you've been, but this is uh, Bob Mahoney that we're speaking with, Mr. Clemson Baseball. Um, and, Bob, I have one last question. We'll let you drive to wherever it is you're going safely. Uh, <laughs> the one last question, Bob, is on Caden Grice. We came in the last year with enormous expectations for Caden Bryce, and he really struggled. Struggled with breaking pitches, hit like 240, uh, the power numbers dropped. He, he seems sort of lost all year. Now you come back this year and you almost have a, you have a staff that's teaching an entirely different philosophy about making contact, knowing that this guy is strong enough to drive the ball to any, out of any park, any field, and, and just wanting him to improve contact. And yet you're not getting any power numbers from Caden thus far. Where is Caden Grice in terms of this adjustment? Is it just this adjustment phase and we're going to see it all come together? Or where are we with that? Um, Right now, I don't think he's in a very good place. I really don't. Um, You know, coming into the series this weekend, he had a hit in every game. He was one of two. I think he and Canarello were guys that had hits in every game, but when you look back on those games, you would never think that because you expect to see extra base hits from Caden right. Rice. And you don't expect to see, you know, constantly little singles through the right side, singles up the middle. Um, he was, he was, you know, at times he only, but he only had one RBI. You don't expect a Caden, a Caden Rice right now to have only one RBI. A year. Especially where they have him in that number two spot. Right. Um, you, you know, that number two spot is critical i mean it's that's a big spot and i think that's why they were putting him there to kind of put pressure on him to uh you know to kind of self-evaluate you've got to perform in that position and i and i think uh, obviously that hasn't happened like he wanted it to or or the coaches wanted to so i don't think he's in a very good place right now and he's got to figure out what it's going to take to be successful offensively and even maybe even change his mindset, which may help if he can be put on the mound. Maybe he can help us pitching wise, which he certainly you put a six 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 seven guy yeah. on the mound, big left hander, that could really help your staff. You know if he's effective out there. So maybe that's where he can contribute more than he is now because a guy like him 
has got to feel like he's contributing to the team because all they talked about in the fall and everything is team. It's team. But when you're not performing, it becomes very self-focused. I've right. got to get better to help the team. It doesn't matter what else happens. Somehow i got to get better. So he's got to figure out, you know, where it is that he's going to contribute to this team, but he's got to listen to the coaches. The coaches say, hey, you're going to be a pitcher from now on until, you know, we can evaluate your offense, and this is how you can really help us. Then, you know, he needs to be the best Caden Grice on the mound that he can be. Wow. All right, Bob. Hey, as always, uh, great stuff. Always love speaking with you, uh, chopping it up. Nice job, Bob, uh, and drive safely. I appreciate it, Walt. Thanks for having me again. Thank you, Bob. Uh, Mr. Clemson Baseball, Bob Mahoney. Um, you know, a little bit of a little bit of a bombshell there at the end with with the Caden Caden Grice possibility of uh, him being a pitcher moving forward. Uh, and we know he has great stuff. I mean, that was talked about to begin with. Was was he a pitcher? Was he a you know, a first baseman, what was he? In that first year, you saw the incredible power, and you thought, man, this guy's going to do all sorts of amazing things. But now you're a year and and 11 games removed from that, and it's it's not working. Quick break. Spring cleaning is always first thing on the to-do list this time of year, so don't forget yourself. Roosters is here to remind you how important it is to keep your hair and face fresh and clean this season. Roosters has a full menu of what you need for male grooming this spring to check that off of your list. Don't forget to set your next appointment with the professionals at Roosters on Pelham Road in Greenville by calling 884-8920. Gift cards are always available at Roosters. Give the gift that keeps on giving. Are allergies keeping you down in March? Zero Res Air Duct Cleaning's professional cleaning process removes dirt, dust, and pollen from your air ducts, helping to reduce allergens in your home. This means you can enjoy a cleaner, healthier indoor environment. Right now, mention my name, Mickey Plowler, at the Roar, and you'll get $50 off your next air duct cleaning. Use a promo code AIR50 when scheduling online at ZeroResGreenville.com. Since 1917, Harbin Lumber Company has been a top lumber and building supplier in the industry. Their number one asset is their employees, people who are dedicated to providing quality building products and contractor services. People just like you, working to grow and be a part of the community. From construction projects to large remodeling jobs, see the hardworking folks people have entrusted for nearly 100 years. Harbin Lumber Company, serving South Carolina, Georgia, and North Carolina, and online at harbinlumber.com. Buying a newer pre-owned vehicle can be a challenging task. The George Coleman Ford team strives to change that. Perhaps that's why their online reviews and multiple Ford President's Awards speak volumes. And with new inventory arriving monthly, you can find the vehicle you've been looking for or have George Coleman Ford order one for you. Never any hidden fees or phantom charges at George Coleman Ford. Plain and simple, old-fashioned, honest business. The best is found in Traveler's Rest. George Coleman Ford. There are two types of to-dos. To-dos you want to do and to-dos you gotta do. Hopping on your coyote tractor to plow a little patch of heaven on your land is a wanna do. But flossing before the dentist so they don't suspect flossing is a never do, that's a gotta do. For all the to-dos you wanna do, check out the many models of hardworking coyote CS, CX, and CK tractors. For the gotta do's, well, Godspeed. Coyote, we dig dirt. 
See BRB Trading Post in Greer or Stack Equipment in Anderson for more information. I'm Jenny, senior designer for Cleo and Wolf, and this is Behind the Designs with Boot Barn. Cleo and Wolf is a vintage-inspired, effortless collection with a country sensibility. Each design is thought out and crafted so that it becomes a special staple in her wardrobe. Even if it's just an article of clothing, there's so much meaning to that. In her most authentic, natural state is where her beauty and her confidence lives. Cleo and Wolf, only at Boot Barn. I'm a donut nut, I'm a donut nut, I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. I'm Glenn Reese with Krispy Kreme Donuts in Anderson and Spartanburg. We're open seven days a week. Pick up some delicious donuts and a cup of coffee. We'll help you raise money for your club, church, or group of worthy cause. Sell Krispy Kreme Donuts. Call Spartanburg and Anderson Krispy Kremes. I'm a donut nut, I'm a donut nut, I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. Broadcasting live from the Upcountry Fiber Studios, this is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. With the largest coverage of any sports talk station in the upstate, nobody does it better than us. No, I said nobody. No, really. Know someone better? They don't exist. We're 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar where every day is game day. Up to the road rage, we are back. We appreciate uh, Bob Mahoney joining us as usual. Um, you know, Tester Romy, Walt, the pitching is terrible, uh, but you lost Friday and Sunday starter along with closer. It's going to affect things. Well, there there isn't really a Friday or Sunday starter right now. There isn't really any starter right now. Uh, you know, which is part of the problem. And I don't know that Ryan Ammons is going to be a starter when he returns. Uh, we'll see. And if he is, for how long? I, we don't know any of that. We don't know that he can handle being a starter right now. I mean, that's a legitimate question. Bob said he hadn't thought about that, but that he said that's a great question. Um, you know, did the, did the injury come as a result of him being moved from the pen into being a starter? Can he handle being a starter? over the course of a season. We don't know the answer to that. And, you know, and, and again, I think there were a couple of good signs this weekend. I thought Austin Gordon was a good sign, but we need to see more than one start. I think Tristan Smith shows some promise, but we need to see more. There, there's a great deal of uncertainty uh, in the entire rotation right now. That's why the Grice thing 
makes some sense because, I mean, right now Keaton's not contributing as a hitter. He just, he's not. And look, this is a long way from where we were two years ago. Two, remember the things people were saying. I mean, they were acting like, people were acting like Keaton Grice was Babe Ruth. People were talking about how he might be the greatest hitter to ever come to Clemson. That, that was the conversation. And he was showing this insane power and driving the ball 500 feet. And, you know, and, and these are the kinds of things people were saying. And then last year came, and it was just a tough year. He had trouble handling breaking balls. He hit like 240. I think he had 11 or 12 home runs. Um, the power numbers were way down. The average was down. The strikeouts were up. The contact was down. And then a new staff comes in with a different approach that suggests to Caden, man, we're going to put you in a position where, you know, we, we need you to make contact. Don't worry about the power. You have plenty of power. If you make contact, the home runs and the RBIs will come. Well, he's in, I think, 268, so the average is up, but the home runs are zero and the RBIs are one. He has one RBI through 11 games. You know, and you're, you, you need... You still need power numbers from him. You know, wherever he's going to hit, if he's hitting at two, three, four, you need you need some power numbers from him. And and they should come automatically with contact, but they haven't. And now Bob is talking about, you know, perhaps him being a pitcher again. And remember, look, when he first came in, that was the conversation. It was, man, is this guy better as a pitcher or a hitter? Because he's throwing 95 miles an hour. Now, you know, based on what Bob said, maybe there's some thought that, look, we're going to have to move him and let him be, let him pitch to be a, a contributing part of this team right now. At least until something changes with the bat. Because, again, one RBI through 11 games is, is just not going to get it done. And, and I realize that, you know... There's probably a bit of a culture shock for him this year. Going from the system that was to the system that is. But, you know, Bob said flat out, you know, he's in a bad place right now. So we'll see. Uh, Gamecock Will, how are you, Gamecock Will? Well, I'm doing great. Well, how about you? And Peyton from Walterboro said back and said yesterday that Grice was going to pitch from here on out. We'll see. We'll see. You there? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I just—I went to one of your favorite places yesterday. Well, bought me a dozen donuts and Krispy Kreme. So yeah, that's I'll right. Well, that in there. That's right, Krispy Kreme. Well, you're a hundred percent right. Listen to that, Ramona. Gamecock will endorse one of our friends. The Reese family, Krispy Kreme, Anderson, Spartanburg, where they've been doing, look, Will going to Anderson, Krispy Kreme, where they've been doing donuts right since the early 60s. Will is part of a live commercial spot right now. (laughs) Yes, it's perfect timing. Will, exactly right. You know, they're the home for the New York Cheesecake Donut, the greatest donut man's ever conceived of. Ramona thinks it's the Oreo Cookie Donut. They have all your hot and cold drinks. It's Krispy Kreme, the Reese family, and Anderson, Spartanburg. Do like Gamecock Will does and go to Anderson and Spartanburg Krispy Kreme. You will 100% thank me later. What did you get? Tell him Will. Gamecock Will sent you. He might get a little bit more ice. There you go. What did you get, Will? I got some assorted. Yes. 
Oh, sorted is always the best choice. <laughs> I mean, it's just as cheap. Yeah, exactly. But uh, as far as uh, it's great to be a Gamecock fan right now, Walt. I mean, we beat Clemson women's basketball. We oh, here we men's go. Basketball. Here we go. We beat Clemson in baseball, beat in football. I mean, we got a chance to win another national championship in women's basketball. We are conference championships winners again for the seventh time. But, I mean, it's just a great time to be a Gamecock. I mean, sweeping Clemson this year and, I mean, it's just a great time. I mean, <laughs> he's happy. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, Will doesn't, hey, Will doesn't want to extrapolate any of these things out and check the averages in them. But I got it. We have to acknowledge that for for a year, uh, for this year, there is some uh, truth to what he's saying. Those things did happen. That's right. This time to jump on the train. You know, you know, Will, you know, Ramona, Will always likes to go back to the exact time frame, which fits his argument best. You know, like uh, five years or seven years or nine years. No, it's but, but right, it's but right now, but right now, what actually fits his argument is just this year. Yeah, I get it. Hey, we don't live in the past like Paul <laughs> does. You know. But as far as uh, how do you think? Uh, I mean, we got a three-headed monster coming in. Well, we got Mr. Rattler, Heisman candidate. We got Mr. Juice Wells, receiver of the year. We got Nicholas Harbor coming in, freshman of the year. How you feel about the three-headed monster? <laughs> the three-headed monster. Well, let's see. Let's let Harbor get here and play some football first, and see. Uh, you well, know, you know, he's going to show that. I mean, they can't handle Juice. Yeah. They ain't going to handle Harvard. Well, let's see. You know, look, we, we haven't even seen him play football yet on this level. Let, let, we know he's fast and athletic, but let's let's wait and see what he does. And in terms of Rattler, I would expect Rattler and, and Wells to have big years. Yes. I mean, this point, you can't cover just one. you got to cover two now, Walt. So, yeah. I mean, it's coming. Uh, Shane Train's coming. Yeah, Shane Train. So Georgia, get ready. <laughs> right now, Walt. Georgia, Simon, get ready. ready. I hear your whistle blowing loud. I'm telling you, not Clemson fans, get ready. Oh, what is it? Two in a row in football? Was it two in a row in football? Well, I don't hear you making any football predictions. Oh, yeah, it's coming. It's going to be two in a row. They come to the cockpit this year. Okay. All right. All right. So, so South Carolina football is going to beat Clemson again. Oh, yeah. Okay. And North Carolina, you first. So, all you Tar Heels, Chad, and Zeke, and all y'all get ready. Yeah. Y'all number one first. Well, I, I actually so, I actually believe that one. I gave that out as a, a Red Rage guarantee already. It was South Carolina plus one and a half, I believe, at the time I gave it out. Because uh, I, I, I expect South Carolina to beat North Carolina. So I'm with you on that. One game at a time. Oh, we're, you, first. we're using uh, cliches now. One game at a time. Yeah, but, but Clemson is going to go down. Okay. Put, uh, Clemson there. going down. All right. New sheriff in town. <laughs> Shane train. <laughs> we beat you in everything else this year. Why yeah. not one more? All right. All right. Well, that won't. Anyway, that, you alone have a great day. I will. We'll see how it goes. I guess we could have expected that, right? 
Uh, Will Will is on a, on a little bit of a momentary high. He doesn't want to average he anything is, he anymore. Is. You know, Will normally likes to look back, but he doesn't. He doesn't want to do that. He doesn't want to look back on football because you know if he averaged like the last eight, uh, it was like uh, seven, eight in a row for Clemson, then the uh, one for South Carolina. Uh, we'll see. Look, I, I do think South Carolina is going to be better in part because I think Rattler is going to be better. I mean, I, you know, he didn't really find himself until the end of the year when he went on that stretch where, you know, they suddenly started playing the way I, I think he wanted to play all along. I, I don't know why it necessarily took so long, but, uh, but nonetheless it did. So we'll see how all that plays out. I, I think that, um, I think they're certainly going to be improved. And I do think they'll beat North Carolina in game one. I, I mean, look, it shapes up as a pretty good game. But I, I just think South Carolina has better players than North Carolina. I mean, May is terrific. but And I know North Carolina keeps telling me about how their defense is going to be great. But I, they just don't seem any signs of that. And that whole secondary, you know, left. Uh, through personal, and they sucked last year. Through personal life, business, financial, and estate planning changes, your financial advisor should be by your side like financial advisor Greg Wales at Kiwi Financial in Clemson. If you aren't getting the attention or information you deserve from your current financial advisor, Greg Wales at Kiwi Financial in Clemson wants to earn your business and your trust. A financial advisor should know your goals, help push you towards them, send your frequent updates and encouragement along the way. Your financial advisor should also educate you on any new financial approaches to help better grow your portfolio and your return on investments. Greg knows you worked hard for your money. Now you need it to work for you. Greg uses cutting-edge financial technology to create a meticulous plan that helps you achieve your current investment and financial goals. Greg will be there for you through the mountains and valleys of life, educating, advising, helping lead you to a more fulfilling financial future. If you just want more from your money and your financial advisor services, call Greg today with Kiwi Financial Group. Schedule your free consultation, free, by calling Greg 654-5043, 654-5043, or visiting KiwiFinancial.com for more info. That's KiwiFinancial.com. I promise you will thank me later. Quick break. You can get in uh, 654-7627. You know what you want to talk about. Craft Stove Store and Patio is here to help your home stay warm and cozy until spring with over 20 burning displays of vented and vent-free gas logs. Vent-free logs will heat for just pennies an hour and even keep you warm and cozy in the event of a power failure. Craft Stove Store and Patio even features the radiant heating vented gas logs that have a real fire look and radiant heat. Visit Craft Stove Store and Patio located on 3002 Wade Hampton Boulevard, Taylor's. Craft Stove Store and Patio. Race for the Green date is getting closer. It's March 11th. If you want to go ahead and sign up, you can do that. Sign up today while we still have some openings that guarantee you a T-shirt and a great swag bag. RunSignUp.com. We've got a fun run for the kids, 12 and under. Go start at 8 o'clock. 5K starts right after that. You can walk that. And several people have said they want to walk the 5K. You can do that. Half marathon starts right after that. And remember, there's a four-hour time limit on that. Party starts at 8 o'clock. Julian Davis is going to roll up and give away a great prize for the best dress St. Patrick's Day theme, music, live DJ, drawings for a beautiful emerald necklace from Bradley's Jewelers, great swag every year, trucker's hat, race shirt, sesquicentennial medal just for completing any of the races, cash prizes, you'll need to check the website for more information on that, great giveaways for placing in your age division. I'd like to thank some sponsors, Upstate Medical Associates, 313 Cafe, where we do the package pickup, and Santee Cooper. You want to know more? Seneca SC events or the website at www.sc.com. The Bojangler's back at Bojangles, a crispy fish fillet dusted with Bo's famous seasoning. 
with the same bold flavor as their chicken and fries. Hook one while you can. McNeely Store and Rental, your hometown local steel dealer for sales and service. With spring around the corner, steel has leaf blowers, trimmers, chainsaws, and mowers that'll make your life simple. With both gas and electric models, our AK Battery Homeowner Systems start at just $199.99. They're not sold at Home Depot or Lowe's. Two convenient locations in Clemson and West Union. Learn more at McNeelyStoreAndRental.SteelDealer.net. Call 654-9187-Clemson or 718-1449-West Union. Golf Cart Service, serving the upstate for the past 50 years as an authorized club car dealer for sales, service, and rental. With new used and reconditioned carts, they also do special customization. With their service truck, they come to your business or home to maintain your cart. Visit our website, golfcartsc.com, located at the intersection of Highway 221 and Highway 295 in Spartanburg. Call us at 864-574-4616. Mention the roar, get a free rear view mirror with cart purchase. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. When you ask people here what's the one thing that makes Diamonds Direct their favorite jeweler, for some, it's the unbeatable pricing. We get it through our direct importer, no middleman connections, the foundation of our business since day one. For others, it's uncompromising quality, from hand-selected diamonds to handcrafted designer rings, only the best of the best. Some people put selection at the top of their list, as Diamonds Direct offers up to 30 times the options you expect from a typical jewelry retailer. For some, it's our luxurious showroom, with diamond experts who genuinely care about your experience and happiness, and who are empowered to do whatever it takes for you. Others rave about Diamonds Direct's unmatched warranties and guarantees, and an extraordinary 110% diamond upgrade promise. But you know the most often answer we get when asking what makes Diamonds Direct stand out? It's not one thing. It's everything. Diamonds Direct. Value, luxury, choices, and confidence. Get directions, showroom hours, and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey, Tiger fans, Don Munson here to tell you about Buff City Soap. You'll find delightfully scented plant-based soaps that are handmade daily. They're on a mission to create handmade products that are free of harsh ingredients and full of nourishing plant-based goodies to make your skin happy. They have beard oil, pet soap, bath bombs, laundry soap, body butter, and more. The Munson household is sold. Nourish your skin at Buff City Soap with two locations to serve you in the upstate. Hartwell Village Shopping Center in Clemson and the shops at Green Ridge in Greenville. My Garage by Essex is proud to service the Clemson area with excellent service on all makes and models. They are professionals that perform high-quality workmanship with high-quality parts. With life being uncertain, you know you can be certain of My Garage by Essex, taking care of you and your family. Stop in to see them at 551 Old Greenville Highway, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. till 5 p.m., or call 
6335800 This is the roar the home for everyone good enough to make varsity 105.5 and 97.5 FM where every day is game day Welcome to the Road Rage. We are back. You want in 654-7627, 654-7627. I do have some uh, NFL draft talk I want to get to at some point in today's show. And I have some NFL stories, too, that are just, like, almost hard to believe. Almost impossible to believe. Including the, the inmates taking over the asylum. The Players Union. The Players Union is grading NFL franchises. I grading mean, them. yeah, grading them. The, the, the players have the, the players have really lost their way. They somehow think they are now in control of the league. They think that they make the rules. Even some of the younger players talking all sorts of noise about uh, GMs, etc., on their own team. Uh, I'm going to get to that. I'm, I'm going to get to that in a little bit. Uh, in fact, Matt wants to talk a little bit about some of that right now. Uh, Matt. Matt in Greenville, how are you, Matt? Hey, hey, well, thanks for giving me in. Thanks again. Um, congratulations to the Gamecocks. I mean, it hasn't been, it's been a long time since they could say they swept us in every sport. Yeah. Uh, probably won't do it in softball, but, um, yeah. well, there's that. But congratulations to, you know, the cow jumped over the moon one time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, with it, with the combine over the weekend, I, I didn't look at the results a lot. I, I, it was kind of weird to have some fans, me, you know, a group of fans there. Uh, there was a, a clip I saw Levis from Kentucky throwing a ball and everybody freaking out uh, how far he can throw it. Um, I don't really feel excited about him as a prospect. Um, how would you, I mean... He, sure, he has an arm, but does he have a, the upstairs mental capacity to succeed as a starter? Oh, I well, don't know. You know, again, he, he he couldn't beat out Sean Clifford at Penn State, which is why he's at Kentucky to begin with. You know, there, there, there's a little sort of harsh reality check in that. Remember when Trubisky couldn't win the starting job at North Carolina, and people sort of wrote that off and said, yeah, but that doesn't matter. Well, I mean, again... The, the reason he was at Kentucky is he couldn't beat out Sean Clifford at Penn State. Right. Uh, that's a little disconcerting in itself. Uh, you know, I don't know quite what to make of Levis. I, I, I knew that he would shine in that type of situation. He'll be incredible on his pro day. He'll have one of the greatest pro days of all time because he is accurate throwing a ball. In a, in a pro day setting when you're throwing to your own receivers and such, and he has a very powerful arm. So he'll look great in that setting. So far, it's been when you put other human beings on the field, 
he's not as good. <laughs> and the dilemma for him is is that in the NFL, there are going to be other human beings on the field, and a lot of those guys run fast, jump high. Uh, so, you know, that'll be the, the, the challenge for him. Now, I, I will say this. He's not played with great personnel at Kentucky, and the offensive line this year wasn't very good. Um, you know, there are some things to like and wonder about him. It's just that he's not a sure thing uh, in any in any stretch. I mean, if he plays to his talent, which is the big arm and the accuracy, at least in terms of a pro day situation, then, you know, he could be really good. I mean, it's just there are enough questions about him, the results, the... Uh, the overall accuracy, the uh, decision-making with the football, his reads, his progressions, to make you wonder, you know, how is it all going to, uh, how is it all going to translate? And that's the dilemma. You know, the dilemma is that, you know, none of these four guys are a sure thing. I've said all along, I think C.J. Stroud is the best of the bunch. I, um, I've really been saying that for a year. Um, and I still think that. Um, I, I would... I would rank them Stroud, Young, and then I'm not sure what you do with Richardson and Levis. I I think that I, obviously Richardson had a tremendous athletic performance, but you know no one questioned his athletic ability. It's not the athletic ability that's the question mark; it's the rest of it. He's only really been a starter for one year. You know, the, but again, the problem is in his case, everybody keeps showing these highlight real plays, but they're ignoring seventy-five percent of the film, which is bad. You know, again, if I took the highlight, just the highlight real plays from the vast majority of quarterbacks in the country, they'd all look like NFL players. That's the definition of a highlight play. That's, <laughs> that, that, that's why you have to look at the negative plays too. Because uh, the negative is that uh, most of the time he doesn't throw the ball within 10 yards of the receiver. And that's, accuracy is the biggest thing in the NFL. It is. I oh, mean, I Bill Walsh always, and, and people view that, you know, differently, but, but Bill Walsh always viewed it as the most important element. And accuracy is, is very important in the National Football League. And again, look, I've said this before. It may be that in five years he winds up being the most talented, the best of all these quarterbacks. He he has some traits that you just can't teach. I mean, he's big, powerful, athletic, huge arm. He's only played quarterback a year. Now, there's a negative to that as you move to the pro level. But the positive is that you can say, hey, man, he's only been a starter a year. So we haven't really seen what he can do yet. You know, he needs to grow up and play quarterback more. Look, ideally, he goes to a situation where they already have a starting quarterback and he can sit for a couple of years. I think that's what you'd really like to do with him. Unfortunately, that's just not the way this world works very often. Most of the teams that are drafting quarterbacks in the top 12, 10 or 12 have a desperate need at the position. Yeah, and I think next year's class is going to have more depth. It seems like the past two years we've had shallow depth at quarterback. Um, I think Young has a place in the NFL. His measurables were comparable to Murray, and he's he doesn't come with the baggage that Murray did. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on a second. <laughs> because 
because, look, I know Bryce Young showed up at 204 pounds at the Combine, but trust me, dude ate about eight packages of lead weights <laughs> to get to that weight because dude does not walk around at 204 pounds or anything close to it. So, I mean... That dude's playing at 185, and you better. And so the question you better ask yourself is, if you're thinking about drafting him, is do we think a 5'10", 185 pound guy can survive playing that position in the National Football League? Because he is not 204 pounds. That's a sham. He needed to go to the, the Reed's Krispy Kreme. Yeah, <laughs> over there. Get some, right. get, get some assorted dozens. Yeah, apparently um, you already did. <laughs> last question for you, and I'll run if I can. Um, which team do you think will hurt more in the ACC losing an important coordinator? Uh, UNC with Longo or Syracuse with their defensive coordinator going to Nebraska? I appreciate it all. Yeah, thank you, Matt. Um, uh, I would say that the answer would be North Carolina because uh, Syracuse – uh, replaced their defensive coordinator with Rocky Long, who's the guy who originated that defense. So, you know, uh, I mean, I think you had a great young defensive coordinator there, but he was a Rocky Long disciple. So now you get the actual Rocky Long. So I don't, I don't, I don't think there's going to be any drop off in Syracuse defensively. I, I, I really believe this. If I was ranking. The best defensive minds the last 25 years of college football, Rocky Long might be first. Uh, you know, it would be a short list that would include guys like Saban and Kirby Smart and Brent Venables and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But Rocky Long, I think, is probably first. I, I think he's probably the best and most innovative defensive mind the college game has seen in the last quarter century. Um, and, you know, he's basically at retirement point and, you know, uh, and maybe this is even a favor. I, I, I don't know. But uh, but I think in the short term, and and I, and I think Longo, you know, again, Longo is going to Wisconsin where I think you have one of the more interesting meshes you're ever going to see. And, you know, that's a, a conservative run-based head coach in Luke Fickle saying, you know, we're going to go to Wisconsin and throw the ball some. We're basically going to run the TCU, the Garrett Riley, Sonny Dykes version of Air Raid, which is almost run first, almost a run first offense. But uh, I love that combination. I'm telling you right now, we need to be watching Wisconsin, not just this year in the short term, where they've already added a quality quarterback, we're going to get into this college football discussion um, and in depth about the about the upcoming season and break it all down. We may even start some of that today. Uh, I, I won't be here the next two days. Comes to baseball, we come to your way. Um, but uh, and, and so I, I want to be careful about breaking all that conversation up for for a, a period of a couple of days. But I, I think Wisconsin has something going on. I think Luke Fickle, Wisconsin has been sort of what they are every year. Every year they're like a team that's 10 to 20, somewhere in that range. They're always good. They're always tough. They're always physical. They can always run the football. 
they're uh, cheese eaters. You know, they get uh, they get these big bodied uh, cheese eater offensive linemen, and then they feed their uh, running backs uh, raw meat. And uh, you know, and the, and the offensive line's on a raw meat and uh, and cheese diet. I, I see you waving in there, Ramona, I, and they're nowhere near. Uh, you know, that's what they eat, and so they produce three hundred and forty pound offensive linemen with two hundred and fifty pound running backs, and they uh, jam the ball down your throat and ask you how you like it. That's what they do, but. It hasn't been good enough to win them a national title. It hasn't been good enough for them to beat Ohio State. And so what they need is they need an athletic upgrade. They get a wide receiver there about every uh, 12 years. They need uh, two wide receivers on one team. And they need a quarterback who can throw them the ball. I think they have the quarterback. And I think they're going to get the receivers. And I think in the future they're going to have more quarterbacks. Because I think Fickle is going to be able to bring non-meat and cheese eaters to uh, Wisconsin. You know, and, and again, I, it's not an easy sell. <laughs> you know, it's not an easy sell to, to uh, sell the brothers down in Miami that, uh, hey, man, come play receiver in Wisconsin. Where's that? <laughs> no. 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 Are you crazy? I mean, man, I'm white and I'm not going to Wisconsin. <laughs> I'm not, I mean, no, no. It's, but I, I think Fickle is going to get players, athletes to come to Wisconsin and complement that offense. And when he does, you better look out for Wisconsin because I, I think a national title is coming uh, their way. Quick break, Walt Tip Tula Road Rage. WCCPFM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5, Spartanburg. We are the Roar. Friends, the winter closeout sale at Elkmont is going on now. This is a sale you do not want to miss. 40 to 60% off on most fall clothing from Patagonia, Z Supply, Columbia, Free Fly, and more. All Hey Dudes are 50% off. Buy one bog bag, get a small bog bag free. New spring and game day items are arriving daily. Elmont offers great foot 